Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. And welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life, answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to those everyday dilemmas. Like, should I let ChatGPT GPT write my dissertation? Is that the AI? Yeah. I'm really worried about AI. Oh, really? Yeah. I, Do you think uh, you're going to be out of a job? I think we're all going to be out of a job. Everyone, oh, right. Apart from people that make AI. Right. I but- genuinely, there was a Will Smith film about this that came out about 20 years ago, iRobot, right? <laughs> and that's always... I'm seriously concerned about AI. Right. When the boss of... When the guy who created AI yeah. for Google mm. could have made billions, decided to leave Google, I think it was Google, don't quote me on this, and says, look, this is pretty dangerous, then I think we should all be okay. on our... Tells about that. Well, there we go. We've answered that question. Don't let ChatGPT answer your <laughs> dissertation. Just, are you not worried about it? I haven't given it much thought. Well, do okay. I'm get, letting I'm letting a robot do that for me. You can get AI, AI now that can write full movie scripts. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Maybe gonna... maybe ne- if you don't turn up next week, I'll just do you with it. I'll just do this with AI. It'll be even better. <laughs> That's what worries me. Seriously, <laughs> we should all be worried about it. And is it tank top and shorts weather yet? Well, ben, can I just tell you this? For you, it is never going to be tank top <laughs> and shorts weather. <laughs> never, never tank top weather. I'm sick of this weather now. It's been lovely. It's, no, it needs to be hotter. And of course, what should you do if you accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not your usual agony answer, are we? William Hansen, the UK's leading etiquette expert. No, we're not, Jordan North, soon to be out of work radio presenter. I'm more luxury resort, you're more last resort. <laughs> Love it. That's from Phil King. Phil King? Yes, it sounds a bit like a, you know. Swear word. Well, funny, funny name or something. Could you pass me a glass, please? That was Phil King this week. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, I, do you know what? Look, we're coming to the end of May. I would like to toast May and the fact that, well, for a few more months anyway, we've got no more flipping bank holidays. You know me, I hate a bank holiday, and you're beginning to come round to my way of you thinking, aren't you? Because I used to bloody love a bank holiday, and I, I still do, but now, because we pretty much still work, don't we, Anna? I mean, I, I work over weekends. I mean, even if I'm just at home doing I don't writing. hate a bank holiday, no, but it's just, an, it's just a bit rubbish when you've got to go into work on a Monday and everyone's off. But mm. that's fine. Yeah. Well, if you... I uh, don't begrudge anyone a day off. Enjoy your day off. No, but if, if you don't like bank holidays like me, May has not been the month for you. May's one of my favourite, probably my favourite month. Yes, but we've had three bank holidays. Yeah, it's excessive. Why. Yeah, we always get a bank holiday and the weather starts turning in May. Yes. Mm. Well, anyway... To no more bank holidays until August. Cheers. No more bank holidays. Mm. Delish. As always, oh, <coughs> if you need our help with something, then we would love it if you got in touch. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sextedmyboss.com, or you can tweet us or send us a message on Instagram at sextedmyboss, or you can write to this man here, William Hanson, who promises a handwritten reply on his own letter paper. The address for that is on the website, sextedmyboss.com. Ben, on that, can you make sure before we leave, could you actually give me the postroom key so I can take the letters? We'll just do what we did last time. <laughs> we William did break into the postroom. William showed me the postroom, which I thought was a gender-neutral toilet. It was an envelope letter on the door, Jordan. Yeah, but it was next to the, the Next to the other loos, yes. Here at Hell by Sex and My Boss Towers. And what did Hell I say? Hell by Sex and My Boss Towers. <laughs> <laughs> That'll never stick. And what did I say? You went, is that the gender neutral loo? I said, no, that was the post room. Well, that had an envelope on. I didn't know what the well, sign was. Yeah, I, I, I actually don't know what the sign is, actually. I think it's, oh, it's both. It's like the... the merged, the The thing. merged one. Anyway, yeah, anyway. We didn't have the key for it, but I still managed to get in the post box. You managed to take the top, uh, sort of, it was a book that someone had sent us, uh, you managed to take that out, but all the other letters, they're, they're yet to be rescued. A book on how to make it into the creative industries. Yes, and I put a video of, of that on my uh, on my Instagram, of, me, of you opening it, and me poking you, going, that'll be good for you. And I had loads of people going, it's not good etiquette to poke people. <laughs> it's what? like, all right, I, he's my friend, I'll poke him if I want to, as it were. You made your bed, so yeah. you've got a lie in it. You, yes. You are an etiquette expert. So that means oh, don't get me started on Banana Gate. Constantly got to be on your best behaviour. Why? What's you know happened? I did that video on how to... Yes, and we talked about yeah, it. Yeah, and we've talked about bananas at great length. Last week was sponsored by bananas. I in do this pyjamas, whole... oh, walking down the stairs. Do you remember that? Yeah, bananas, I do, yes. In pyjamas. Chasing teddy bears. Um, anyway, I, uh, I do this video and I do how to eat a banana without cutlery. Apparently, I've opened the banana from the wrong end. Oh, have you? Apparently, you're meant to open it not from the sort of the, the longer stem, from what is conventionally called the bottom of the banana. You just pinch and peel. Number of, I'm going to have to do another video on how to eat a banana. So, have you done another video on eating it without cutlery? Yes. So, well, we did one for the podcast, and I also did one in my study at home with a banana, and I opened it from apparently the wrong end. Apparently, you're only meant to open the bottom, not the top. You don't waste your weekends, do you? Well, that was during it. Excuse me, that was a weekday. Oh, okay. Busy, busy. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Bananas in pyjamas. What was the other one? Do you remember? Barney. No. In a dark, dark. Oh. Was that? Oh, was that? Funny Bones. In yes. a dark, dark thing. In a dark, dark thing. There's some skeletons lived. There was a... They were... Were they a couple, those skeletons? I don't because know. Because they were both blokes and they had a dog. 
Today they'd live in Clapham. Yeah. Mm. Uh, were they? Were they? Oh my God! Were they? Maybe they were. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, how progressive. That's very progressive. Well, not progressive because they weren't named as a couple. Oh, no, I think that one was a girl. Oh. Well, they are skeletons, so, I mean, they're dead. Yeah. So, I mean, let's not worry too much about it. Anyway, Gene Divas, big, big, big news to share with you here at Gene Divas Towers. Oh, finally. Okay. We are going to be doing a special announcement very soon. Are right we? here on this episode of the podcast. We've got, I've got another little surprise for you, William. Yeah, me and Ben. For me, me and Ben have been working on this for a while now. It's not Patricia Routledge and Alex Polizzi all in one go. Maybe it's better than that. Julie Andrews. We'll do all the little chatty bit here. Chatty bit, yes. Do joke of the week, and then we'll tell you and our fantastic listeners the big, big, big exciting news. Is it a tour? We'll find out very soon. Oh, how's your week been? Well, it was good up until this point. Now I don't know what you're. Right, okay. Well, no, it was fine. Uh, it was all good, thank you. Um, can I just ask, are you wearing jogging bottoms? No, they're like, they're trouser jogging bottoms. They're, they're jogging bottoms. Well, yes, jogging. I mean, you don't get top jogging bottoms, do you? They're, they're like smart trousers. They're like trouser joggers. It's an elasticated waist. They're a bit tight, if I'm honest. I bought these pre-pandemic. Okay. Right. They're well, jog- they, look, they look very nice. Why? What's wrong with wearing jogging? They're not jogging jogging bottoms. But they're an elasticated waist synthetic material. I'm only 30 now, an elasticated waist is, <laughs> especially after the weekend I've had. Oh, did you eat a lot of food? Yes, of course I do. I do most weekends. Had that nice bacon, didn't you? Yes. 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 Looked very nice. Bacon in the air fryer, very nice. You didn't do yours in the air fryer. Or bacon on a hex pan, hex clad pan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was part of the deal. Okay, William. fine. Okay, sorry. I'm not going to put it in the air fryer if I've just been sent a new pan, am I? No, but you can make it even better in the air fryer. Oh, um, yeah. And also, no fat. Mm. Healthier. Okay. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers for that. Just a, just a tip. You can, of course, do it in your whatever clad pan. Thank you. Or you can do it in your air fryer. All right, okay. One rasher in each. Can we move on? Um, over the weekend, I went to go and see some family. Mm-hmm. And uh, we drove to see them and we stopped off in a service station. Now, you use service stations, don't you, when you're on the motorway? I'm unlucky with service stations. I always drive past good ones. I think I'll wait till the next one. Then when I finally stop, it's always a crap one. Yeah. Yeah. I've used service stations before. I'm sure. Ben, you, you're a service station user? Yeah. People listening to this will be a service station user. Yeah. Everyone, all of us here, are, in the grand scheme of things, normal. Yeah. But yet, what is it with service stations when you go in? And it's like P.T. Barnum's circus when you go in. P.T. Barnum, the greatest showman. Just who the heck are these people in service stations? They are so weird. What do you mean? Everyone is just odd in a service station. Did someone look at you, Willie, in the toilets? No. Oh. Not for one to try. (laughs) Stood there for an hour. No. But it just... But you walk down any town centre and people are normal, and then you go into a service station. There's something about a service station. They're all out. What do you mean? They're just weird. How? They all, they dress weirdly, they behave in bizarre, weird ways, and they don't follow the normal conventions of acceptable daily life. You can then put them somewhere else and they'll be perfectly normal. But in service stations, people are weird. What I find weird about service stations, and it's also really very British, and I don't think you'd get this anywhere else. Mm. You've got, like, standard WH Smith. Yeah. If you're lucky, a Greg's or a Starbucks. Or if you're lucky, a Leon. Or, or Leon, if you're lucky. An M&S as mm. well, or a Waitrose, if, you, if you're extra lucky. Yeah. Subway, Burger King, that kind of thing. Yeah. And they've always got them, but then 
randomly, they've just got a room full of fruit machines. Yeah. And I just think <laughs> that's so quintessentially British. And a very small room full of mobile phone accessories. Yeah. Yeah. Why would you travel for six hours and think, oh, I'll have a break. Oh, do you know what? I'll put 20 quid in on fruit machine. Why? Never mm, got that. No. The one I stopped off at where it was, apparently it was a very nice service station, but maybe there's another one. But people seem to like that one. Pizza Express. Oh, wow. In a service yes. station. Not like the old days where you had to go WH Smith, you got a Ginksters and a Scotched egg or something. Ginksters uh, pasty. Yes. Ginksters. Um, but no, service stations are weird, with the exception of, and we've talked about it before, where I'm having my ashes scattered, Gloucester M5 services and T-Bay is also nice. T-Bay's nice, Gloucester is a lot better, everybody. I like the one just past the uh, M6 Toll in Birmingham. Oh, Strentrum. Yeah. Is it Strentrum? I think it's Strentrum. I think there's a Leon there. Oh, no, I know the one you mean. Yeah, the M6 Toll services. Is it the M6 Toll services? Yeah. Is it just it before might be or just after? I can't remember. I was going to... Uh, is the toll worth it, by the way? Does it take that much off? Because you can go round it, can't you? You can go round it. It's fine. It's, it's very quiet, normally, when you Eight get on it. Eight quid it is now, isn't it? No, Seven pounds. I haven't done it for years. But I, as a ch- when people used to ask me as a child before, and this will come as... There was a time in my life when I hadn't come to terms with my sexuality and I didn't want to address it. But as a child or a teenager, when people... Uh, said, oh, what you, you know, you're going to have children, what are they going to be called? I was going to name them after service stations. I was going to have Abbey Wood and Lee Delamere. Right, okay. Yeah. And that was my way of sort of adding humour to deflect from the slightly uh, awkward issue that I was gay. Abbey so, Wood. Yeah. Abbey Wood Services. Where's that? Somewhere. Watford Gap. Watford, what? Watford Gap. <laughs> Watford Gap. Come on in, darling. Watford Gap. Tea time, darling. Uh, yes. Uh, was it Abbey Wood or Michael Wood? There's Michael Wood services that's somewhere near me. I, I think Abbey Wood's a part of Bristol, actually. I know a Michael Wood, actually. You know a Michael yeah, Wood? Woody. It's probably my son. Woody. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, also, whilst we went, so we drove, we had a lovely time with my cousin, her fiance, Vince, and my brother. Do you know what Vince said to me? In all sincerity, you remember Anne and Vince from my wedding? Vince got quite drunk as well. Uh, with the beer. I can't remember anyone at your wedding. No, well, not, not many people can. It was free booze, what'd you expect? <laughs> Show me a picture of Vince. Oh, Vince, Vinny, yeah, good laugh. Good bloke, Vinny. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you know what he said to me on the last... No, he, he said, he said, uh, he said oh, I've only listened to your podcast once. I enjoyed what I listened to, which, you know, that sounds backhanded. Fair enough. Uh, and it was the episode after the wedding uh, where we debriefed that because he got a mention... But he actually said to me, in all sincerity, he knows about Debonet. Mm-hmm. And do you know what he said to me over dinner on the last night we were away? He went, have I tried gin and Debonet? He said it to you? He said it with no irony. <laughs> and I said, I'm, I said, I'm sorry? He went, yeah, have you tried gin and Debonet? And I didn't know, I thought he was joking and I laughed. And then it turns out he was actually suggesting it to me as something I might enjoy. <laughs> so bloody rude. Welcome to the family, Vince. Gin and Debonet, Vince, is our signature drink here. Yes, we've only just... I mean, I've drunk it for about ten years. I've drunk it for the past five years. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, so... But he hasn't tried the D yet, though. Oh, OK. No, but he's going to. Right. But probably just before his wedding. That is weird. That's, like, your thing, isn't it? I know. Mm. So rude. Anyway, he said he'd listen if I mentioned him, so we have to mention him on every episode just to boost the listeners. Shout out to Vince. Shout out to Vince. How's your week been? Really good, actually. Yeah. 
had a great weekend, which I'll tell you about. But one thing is, um, I, I parallel parked yesterday for the first time. You parallel parked? So happy with myself to the point where I took a picture of the parallel park because I've not parallel parked since my test, my mm. seventh one, which I need. It's hell, isn't it? Yeah. And, and the, the gap I got it in, honestly, you couldn't swing a cat in it, but I got the car in it. Took a picture of it. And then last night at about eight o'clock, I left the house to go and have another look at it. Like, <laughs> 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 me. With my slippers on, hands in pockets like a dad, and just like, do you, you yeah, went home. proper dad mode. I'm like, look at that. Look, I'll show you a picture. Did you go into the street in slippers? Ooh. Look. It's a bit common. Mm. Look at that gap that I got it in. I mean, oh don't... no, wrong picture. <laughs> um. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's good. <laughs> look at that. A parallel park in want... that. Gosh, yeah. Look at that. That, that, that is, is that is very good. That, I'm so I'm so happy with that. Got out when I, on my way to work this mm. morning. I had another look at it. I was like, I'm so happy with that. Does the chauffeur normally do it for you? <laughs> when I used to go to mum and dad's back in old days, I used to have to ring my dad two minutes before I arrived so he could park my car for me. Cause I, used oh. to, I used to like knock walls down, scratch other cars and stuff. So, like the passenger princess that I am, Easter. Yes. Part <laughs> <laughs> that. Well done, you. I'm so impressed. You'll with never it. move that car now, I'm will so, you? I'm so impressed with it. I am. Yeah. Also, um, mm. now we we often talk about it an eye roll moment that I'm, 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 people say I've changed. Yes. And mainly yourself. This weekend, something I did has made me realise that I am spending far too much time with you. Oh God. So. Um, <laughs> I did spend the weekend... Well, actually, oh, God, that's a good thing. I did spend the weekend in Surrey with some friends. That was very Jordan. Do you know, I don't know if I've actually ever been properly to Surrey. Have you? So that's not very William. Very uh, leafy. Yes. Yeah. Um, also, yesterday, I uh, did a bit of gardening. You did a bit of gardening? I've never gardened before. I went to Wilco's and got some shears. <laughs> eight quid, best eight quid I've ever spent. I was in there for about two hours and I just started. There is a garden centre near you, but nearer me. I'll send it to you. It'll change your life. Oh, I want to go. So I, so I was it's a beautiful garden centre. Um, trimming start, your bush. Trimming my bush, literally. Yes. I was well into it. Um, my box balls need doing, actually. Oh, I, I, I'm happy to help you. By the way, what's the idea? I sneezed in my garden. It really freaked me out. And someone from next door just went, bless you. Oh, no, that's weird. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, no, it really I freaked. I went, achoo! And this guy just went, bless you. I went... Do you know them? No, I went, oh, um, thanks. <laughs> And it was, it's, what's the etiquette of blessing a stranger? No, I, I wouldn't do, do that. Do you not do that? No. I really, I really freaked me out. Thought, yeah. Yeah. I did that on my bike ride today. Oh, Ben's here. See, I think, I don't know, but in the But garden, if they did it as a reflex, then okay, fair enough. But if they consciously did it, then I, no, I think it it's a bit weird. The worst thing is, like, what I was worried about is... Like, about five minutes before, I did two really loud farts. <laughs> definitely heard. <laughs> you know when you're in on your own? You just... Yeah. Yeah. Do you like gardening? Uh, how, wh- how far are we with the garden? Like, I, like, into your gardening journey, are we just on cutting things? I'm just on cutting things, Weeding? Yeah, uh, yeah I weed. Yeah. yeah. And there's loads of snails everywhere. So I did oh. that this weekend. Um, do you do your own tubs? What? Your tubs. Do you have tubs with, you know, pots and things? No. Oh. Well, so what's in your garden? Remind me. It's just the 
concrete and a bit of grass, isn't it? it? Yeah, it's overgrown. Oh, you need a nice few tubs. So anyway, I was chopping away on that. And even that was like, right, so you've been in Surrey this weekend, you're gardening. And the thing that's made me, annoyed me the most is Mm. somebody was telling a story. And my reply was, oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Was it terrible? (laughs) Was it a bad story? I actually said, oh, gosh. Wow. Oh gosh, not oh god, or oh, bloody hell fire, or oh, shit the bed. Or oh, fuck me. Or oh, fuck me sideways. <laughs> I actually said, oh gosh. Wow. So we need to stop spending more. I That's said, quite gosh. problematic when we're meant to be together every week. Gosh! Oh gosh! If I say golly next, yes. I'm out. I'm, yeah. I'm out. I'm packing my stuff up and I'm going to get a job down pitting. I've noticed when I listen back to these that sometimes my, my speech gets like slop, quite sloppy. Oh, and gosh. I drop my T's. So you're becoming like me, I'm becoming like you. Oh, gosh. But never mind. Gosh. By the way, is this episode, um, how are we doing on time? Because my other friend Josh, uh, which rhymes with gosh, uh, got very cross with me the other day. And he said, you've done two episodes recently that have been 35 minutes, not the usual 45. Well, when we first started the 30. Yes, they were 30. And then, Sorry? Oh, were they? Wow. Yeah, it, but all right. I know. Well, I'm just on on Josh's behalf. I'm just making sure that we protract this because apparently, you know, he needs those extra four minutes. Oh gosh, I don't say gosh. Well, apparently, I do. Now. Maybe you do now. My garden. Spend my weekends in Surrey and say gosh. Maybe you'll be on Radio Three next. Here's Beethoven's third. <laughs> Shout out to Willie. <laughs> William. William. Is it Beethoven's third? I'm sure he did a third, yes. Is it Beethoven's fifth? Well, if he did a fifth, he did a third. Did he? Mm. Nothing to do with the dog, is it? No. <laughs> no. Oh. Whatever you do, don't ask to see Beethoven's second movement. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm That's a myself. very posh joke. <laughs> it's a very niche posh joke. Well, I feel like we've got to stretch this episode out. Um, yes. we'll do... you, you, um, by the way, when you arrived today, I loved the fact you walked in, you went, oh, yeah, and you looked at your watch and went, just on time. It was bang on nine o'clock. Yes, it was 8.30. What? We were meant to be here at 8.30. You're joking. <laughs> were we actually? We were meant to be here at half eight. It said nine in my calendar. Well, it says 8.30 in mine. Were you here at 8.30? I was actually here at 8.20. Oh, were you? <laughs> yes. Oh, shit. Are you joking? <laughs> But it's okay. This it's is okay. because you've stopped texting me to remind me. You see, I can't win. This I is text your fault. You. This is your fault. Usually you text me the night before going, hey, we've talked about this before. You don't say hey, but you send a passive aggressive text the night before saying, hey. Looking forward to seeing you. <laughs> looking forward to seeing you tomorrow at 8.30. It says, it says nine in my, in my calendar. Oh, okay. You have a look. You have a look. Sorry. I thought it was bang on time. No, right, there's one that says 8.30 and there's one that says 9. Sexted, 9 till 10. Well, yeah, you've put that in yourself. Yeah. So was it 8.30? And you texted last night saying, I'll be there from 8.30, Ben, thinking that you were going to set up and everything. Well, it doesn't matter because you're here now and we're having a lovely time. Well, sorry, you've been here an hour. Oh, it's fine. I've got, I I mean, I'm I'm basically unemployed, so it's okay. Hmm. So when are we getting? When are we being told this announcement then? Well, we'll do my jolly joke of the week. <sighs> then we'll do the, the announcement. Isn't that we're ending jolly joke of the week? We'll do my big, big, big announcement. Okay, it's not that big from what I hear. First of all, mm. grow up, <laughs> grow up, Hanson. It's time for Jordan's jolly joke of the week. Cue the jingle. If you like a chap who's cheeky and northern, you're in for a treat. 
with our Jordan. And if a giggle is what you seek, you're sure to love Jordan's jolly joke of the week. Cha cha cha. Chicken and a cow on the bus. <laughs> yes. I'll tell you the punchline after the break. <laughs> okay. It's a good one, this. This was told to me by my seven year old nephew. Good. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. All right, Gene Divas. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, it's time to reveal Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week and then our big, big announcement. Chicken, account, chicken and a cow on a bus. This one was told to me by my seven-year-old nephew. Mm-hmm. Right? So there's chicken on the seat and cow gets on, sits next to the chicken and says, move! <laughs> chicken looks at the cow and says, fuck off! Your seven-year-old nephew! <laughs> my seven-year-old nephew told me that. Fuck off! <laughs> And his mum and dad just burst out laughing. Well, <laughs> that's Burnley. That's proper Burnley upbringing for you. Fuck off! Wow. Well, he was, he's not. He's not Austin. allowed. Not Seb. He's Seb. not allowed to tell it in school. No, <laughs> I'm sure he's that's not. The only thing, he's not allowed to tell it in school. I've anyway. got a nice video of Artemis learning to read. Yeah, uh, she's at that age now. Four. She's learning to read, and she's, you know, she's sitting on her mum's lap, and she's looking through the, uh, looking through the words. She's sort of spelling them out and she gets to one word and she just sort of, there's a pause. And she looks at the camera and just goes, tits. <laughs> the word is not tits. <laughs> she just what? says tits. <laughs> oh. I'll share it to you later. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Are we ready for a big, big announcement? Well, yeah. I don't know. Okay. Gene Divas, we have got a very, very exciting announcement to make. Back in 2019, you might remember that William took me on a luxury weekend away in mm. Monaco. Yes. We went to a fancy restaurant. Yeah. I think it was the Michelin star restaurant, wasn't it? I think it was. The roof opened. The only meal I've been to was seven courses and I was still bloody starving afterwards. <laughs> yeah. William also farted. I d- it was a floorboard. It was the perfect trip. Um, you should listen back to that episode. I had... Um, two, there are two episodes, actually. We did, I was there. there. Yeah. I had... Um, Ben fell out with some Donald Trump supporters as well, yes. if I remember correctly. Yes, who gave who gave us their email address? I emailed them because they were like, oh, keep in touch. And I emailed them, never got back to me. Who does that? Who does actually keep in touch? Mm. You know when you meet... Make- I didn't really want to keep in touch with them. It was literally like a dear, you know... Didn't they buy us a drink? Possibly. Dear Jane and John, it was very lovely to meet you at Cafe they de were- Paris, blah, blah, blah. 
they were really they were nice, very American, and then they um, and then it turned. It turned. It turned. Mm. It turned slightly. Yeah. Um, so it was good. I used that toilet that washed my bum. Yes, changed your life. It that changed my life. Mm. Then it. So have you um, put one of those in in your new place? Yeah, in the East Wing. Yeah. <laughs> no. You see I've now. Got... You, now. Now we're on board with the joke. No, I've not got one of those toilets. No. Shut the <laughs> Just tell me what this is, please. It's our fifth birthday. We're celebrating our fifth anniversary Still, this year. Still, God, it's a long birthday, this. And, and I, I want to say thank you to you. And I to me? To, yeah. Okay. And I wanted to give you a weekend that you'll never, ever forget. Right. So <laughs> Another one. We always said we'd do a trip away, didn't we? You took yes. us to Monaco. Because COVID sort of stopped that. COVID stopped that. You took us to Monaco. Mm. Yeah. So I'm taking you and producer Ben for a luxury weekend. Mm. Mm. In. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Benidorm. <laughs> Benidorm. Benidorm. Is this a joke and we're actually going somewhere else? We're going to Benidorm. Benidorm. <laughs> we're going to Benidorm. So those dates you've asked me to put in my diary for August. Yeah. That's Benidorm. That's Benidorm. We're going for a weekend away in Benidorm. And do you remember what Grandma Glennis said? She's still alive. She's still with us. <laughs> She's still with us. She says, and I, and I, I swear by this as well. Right. If you can't have fun in Benidorm, there's something wrong with you. Right. Well, I think there might be something wrong with me. <laughs> so. Do I have to go? Yes. Because why can't we just go back to Monaco? Because I do remember famously, actually, you said when I showed, we sort of looked at the vista of Monaco up the hill and you went, it looks just like Benidorm. It does. We could just go back to Monaco. We're going to Benidorm. We, like when they go to Liverpool and they pretend it's New York, we could go to Monaco and pretend it's no, Benidorm. No, we're going to Benidorm. I think Wendy and Graham are going to meet us out there as well. Oh, God. <laughs> well, oh. No, to be... <laughs> and, I think, <laughs> and I think they're going to bring Bill and Michelle and Brian and Kath. Oh, God. So, it just gets better. Yeah. And yes. we're calling it Diva España. <laughs> Sun, sea and Spanish picky teas. What more could you want? That's tapas. You'll love it. Right. Okay. Now, a couple of T's and C's here. So let me just refer to this script so I get it all right. Okay. With the help of newly named producer Benadorm. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> He's loving that. <laughs> Come on, this is a big announcement. Okay. And gets better, Gene Divas. Mm. And thanks to Amazon Music, mm. we're going to take 10 pairs of lucky Gene Divas with us on our Diva Espana trip. Oh, wow. Woo! 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 Well, that is, so, that is exciting. If you're listening right now, you yes. can win return flights from a UK airport to Alicante Airport for two people. Departing on Friday the 14th of August and returning on Monday the 14th of August 2023. Hang on. That's, <laughs> that's Friday the 14th and Monday the 14th, is it? Departing on Friday the 11th of August <laughs> and returning on Monday the 14th of August 2023. You'll have accommodation for three nights at a hotel and airport transfers between Alicante Airport and Benidorm. And wow. as a little extra treat, we're also going to invite the lucky winners to a live recording on the Saturday night. Oh, well, that'll be fun. Where you can meet us and be in the audience during our special episode. So, producer Ben, how do you enter? It's producer Benidorm. Oh, is he? Oh, sorry, it's producer Benidorm. How do you enter? 
You can look a bit happier. Okay. <laughs> You're going to Benidorm. Woo! Yeah. And let me tell you this, It's a right? dream come true. And, and before we, we get the details on how to enter, if you're listening right now, I have said this before mm. many times. I don't like how people turn the nose up at Benidorm. It's actually a very fun place. It's, um, it's beautiful as well. The beach is probably one of the best beaches I've ever been on. And it's pretty cheap. And you can get a fry up in every pub. What more could you want? Oh, gorgeous. I can already feel my archer saying thank you. Your ass will be saying that afterwards. <laughs> Producer Benedon. I mean, I'm so, ex- so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> Thank you. I'm excited for all these Gene Divas. It's going to be a lot of fun. I can't believe we're taking him to Benedon. I think your your face is a picture right now. Is it? Well, I just need or to get a little video, bit more Botox. If you watch us on TikTok. Um, to win your place on the plane. Oh, okay. I've heard that before. You'll need to listen out for our boarding call on each Tuesday episode of the podcast throughout June. Is there one today? And one week in July. No, no, not today, because today, William, isn't June. Oh, yes. Basically, what you need to do is make sure that you're listening. On a Tuesday. Will you shut up and let so, him bloody read the T's and C's, for Christ's sake? So then there'll be like a boarding call announcement. Okay. Bing bong. We'll get to know the sound. It'll be, it'll be iconic when it happens. Right. <laughs> and then all you need to do to enter is, is take a code from that boarding call and put it into a short form on our website to be in the draw. Okay. Not many podcasts would take their listeners to Benidorm. So we take, are we taking 20 people? 20 people. It's basically going to be a, there's going to be a party plane. I mean, people will be coming from around the UK, hopefully, so it won't be one plane, but it will be in the mind. So if, let's say if, if um, Sally was a listener, Sally can enter mm-hmm. and she can choose who she takes if she wins. Yeah. Doesn't have to be Sally's partner. Could be Sally's flatmate. Could be yeah. Sally's friend, mother, father. Mm-hmm. Sean Mendes, you can bring anyone. Yeah. Are you uh, mm-hmm. Are you going to bring Mikey? Um, yeah, well, if Sean's not available, I, I, I might bring Mikey. I mean, I don't quite know how Mikey will feel about Benidorm. Don't worry, he'll love it. Okay. He I might bring Alex Polizzi. <laughs> has, she, has she replied to your email yet? Uh, she replied to Ben's. <laughs> not yours. <laughs> but I was just echoing... What Ben said in his email. Okay. So it's fine. This is going to be great. I'm just saying I'm not doing a novelty costume. The, yeah, we are. The UK's leading etiquette expert. It's is no longer me anymore. Going to be in be Bened- someone else. It's going to be in Benidorm. <laughs> I love Benny. Right. Benny. Oh, producer Benny. Hmm. One of my best memories was um, in Benidorm. We went for Grandma's 70th. Yes, that was not that long ago in the grand scheme of things. We went out. She needed something from chemist, and then we we I went to chemist with her, and then it was about probably about half ten, eleven o'clock in morning. And mm. There was this bar right on this busy street, and it was one euro for um, San Miguel, big bottle of ice cold San Miguel. Right? Mm. So she said, "Come on, we'll have to have a beer." And I went, "Yeah, all right." So we had about probably about eight bottles of beer. We were okay, there. We were eight there euros. For, we were there for about three, four hours. Wow. Just watching the world go by. And we went back to the pool to meet mum and dad and everyone, and we were absolutely hammered, me and my grandma. Everyone was like, where, you, where have you been? We were like, ooh, we met some new friends and everything. <laughs> it was just a lovely afternoon. We just sat drinking these ice-cold San Miguel's, just watching the world go by. Well, how lovely. Mm. I can't wait. Oh, we're also getting you a tattoo as well. We are absolutely not. Shall we go to the <laughs> <laughs> 
We are absolutely not. Uh, yes, let's go to the listeners' questions. Uh, this is from Andrew. Dear William Jordan, EPB and Diego, a few weeks ago my husband and I bought tickets to see a show in London. On the day of the show, my husband wasn't well and was unable to come with me, so rather than go on my own, I asked a friend to come with me. I met her in London, we saw the show and had a superb evening. However, my question relates to the payment of the ticket. At no point in the evening did my friend offer to pay for the ticket, and I didn't ask. In fact, during the evening, my friend said, Thank you to husband's name for being unwell. Should I have asked for some or all of the value of the ticket, or should my friend have offered to pay for it? I welcome your thoughts, Andrew. Andrew, she probably didn't realise, but yeah, she should have. No. She should have offered. Strong disagree. Oh, I absolutely completely disagree with you. If, if someone's got a ticket for you, you say, now, I'll be honest, half of you expect them to say, oh, no, don't be daft, it, it, it's fine. But you do say, do you want any money for it, mate? Or okay, well, you, you could give a token, you could token offer. But as the person who's originally bought the ticket, if it's your problem and you have one going spare, then I wouldn't expect any money. The friend could perhaps buy drinks in the interval as a way to thank. Yeah. Or an ice cream. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, the, 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 yeah. Bloody, I went to see Oklahoma over week. The deal them ice creams got two little pots of Hagen Dars, about eight quid. Of what? Hagen Dars. <laughs> Hagen Dars. Did I just say Dars? You, it was posh. more the Agen, I think. Hagen Dars, whatever it's called. Yeah. Little pot of it. And I said to her, Have you got a spoon? She went, They're inside. I went, All right. <laughs> anyway, about eight quid those were. Yes. Anyway. I would not... It, yeah, if it's your problem. For example, we there's a, a weekend coming up in, in June or July. We uh, are now going to a wedding in June or July, uh, whatever the weekend is, and we can't go to see a show that we had booked. Fine, we'd much rather go to this wedding. So we have said to some friends, would you like the tickets? No charge, because it's our problem. It's our thing. You can't sort of... But what do you think when people put it up on their Insta stories, like two tickets to Beyonce going face value? I think that's fine. Well, I think that... That's oak. Mm. Andrew, I think your friend should have offered, but you can't has you can't ask her for money for it. No. If you are reselling tickets, you can't make a profit on it. You have to sell them at the exact number that yeah. you uh, bought it to. If indeed selling re-tickets is permitted within the T's and C's of your ticket. The one purchaser. thing I miss about Facebook, because I deleted Facebook years ago. Yeah. The one thing I miss is Facebook Marketplace. Seriously, it's a, just opens up a world of wonderful tat. And every now and then you'll see something on there. Right. And you'll be like, oh, I need that mirror. And you think, well, it's from Ikea. I could just order it myself. Mm. Well, lovely. I once bought a um, snow shovel on Facebook Marketplace. A snow shovel? Yeah. Where were you living at the time? Only Preston. <laughs> they were selling it in the summer and it was an offer and I thought it was pretty cool. So I bought it. Bless you. Never used it. No, funny that. No. This next one is from Anonymous. Hey, William Jordan and EPB. Two weeks ago, my boyfriend started getting home quite late from his job and began sitting in the car for ages before coming in. We live in a small one-bedroom flat and I can see the car park outside the window. After a couple of weeks of him doing this, I decided to go down and look out of the window at the bottom of the stairs. He seemed to be talking to someone and it also looked like he, w- like he was wanking. My first thought was that he was cheating, so I called my mum, but she didn't pick up. I didn't think anything of it, but she never called me back, which I thought was a bit weird. Then the same thing happened the next night. I haven't said anything because I'm so shaken up. Then today, one of my friends sent me a picture of my boyfriend holding hands in Tesco with a woman, but you couldn't see the woman's face. It was definitely an older woman, however. 
like, like my mum. Then after my boyfriend got home, he told me he saw my friend in Tesco's and asked if she had told me about it. I said no because I thought it was dodgy. Then my mum called me and asked the same thing. I don't want to confront either of them because I could have the completely wrong idea, but please tell me what to do because it's creeped me out just thinking about it. I love that boy with my whole heart and my mum is 30 years older than him. Love from Anonymous. Wow. Oh, this is so horrible. I think you've got, before you do anything, you this have to get so horrible. proof. I think there's enough proof there. No, it wouldn't stand up in court. Correct me if I'm wrong, lawyers. This is awful. It's awful. Um, I feel I've gone really cold. We, do you know what? You might have totally wrong end of the stick. You might, yes, which is why it's important to get proof. The proof should not come in you asking either party at the moment because obviously they're probably going to deny it. Um, oh, I don't know. I think she needs to come from him. I would get. I would get more conclusive proof. I would get a friend involved, and. Yeah. Right, yeah. First, first things first, you need your support bubble around you, so get your friends and family around you. Thank you for telling us, but obviously you're anonymous, we can't do anything about it. You need to talk to your friends, get them involved, and come up with a strategy. I think you need to uh, confront your partner. Everything you've said in there, tell us. And just say, right, is it me? Am I going mad? It probably is going to No, exist. no, don't make, yeah, because he'll probably then get Oh, that's it. so shit. That is so shit. Yeah, it means that two probably fairly significant relationships in your life are going to be altered probably forever, sadly. One of them, obviously, you probably never need to see again. Well, who knows? I don't know. But... I hope we've helped there. Yeah. You need to talk to your friends, but get. I would strongly advise getting conclusive proof before you actually do anything about it. If Gene Diva's listening have been through any similar situation, I mean, I really hope they haven't, um, get in touch if you have any advice we can pass on to Anonymous. This one is from F for Foxtrot. Dear William Jordan, EPB and Diego, I never thought I'd be one to reach out about my embarrassing experiences, but alas, here we are. In October, I temporarily moved in with my boyfriend's grandparents. We are saving for a mortgage and it was a nice offer. That's really nice. Yeah. I go to my boyfriend's every weekend and make sure I leave my room pristine. However, we noticed that things were being moved around. Little things at first, and then I noticed the bins were being tampered with. Ooh. I've always kept on top of my bathroom bin as I never leave it in a state, but there's no use emptying it when it's only got two or three things in it. That being said, my boyfriend's nan has rummaged around in my bins for months. From earbuds and tissues to pregnancy test scares and sanitary products, it's just gotten worse and worse. And by worse, I mean she's been moving used condoms. My boyfriend and I are horrified. It's a complete turn-off and I feel guilty for having periods and putting things in the bin. Please help. Many thanks. F. Oh, God. Jesus. <clears throat> are you sure that she's going rooted in the bin? Well, because presumably F is saying that, you know, she'll put something in the bin. Let's just call it a tissue. And then when she comes back from work or whatever, the bin's been emptied. Oh, yeah. What's wrong with that? Well, if she's just emptying the bin. I don't know what your cleaning oh, arrangements are. Oh, maybe, maybe you say, if it's, if it's freaking you out a bit and you don't like it, maybe you say to your boyfriend, could you say to your nan, are we all right to just empty our own bathroom bin? So-and-so. Um, or F doesn't like it. get a carry bag or some sort of thing and you you when you leave each morning mm. you just take that out and you sit that in the bins outside or in a, in a yeah another bin bin at work or something if you are worried about your privacy it's unfair you're 
boyfriend's grandparents shouldn't be doing that. It is really their... they're on the anti. They probably think they're doing him a favour. Well, I don't know, but, but yeah, but F, get get back into. How do you know that they're rooting? But it's around? it's kind of F when you when you st- when you stay at someone's house, mm. like you're a guest, say for a weekend, and you use the bathroom bin, you wouldn't put anything in there that you like if you used a condom. You'd probably put it in a little. You'd probably take it out, like you said, wouldn't you? Would you? you? Yeah, you won't put it in the bin for them to clean up afterwards, would you? No. Or you'd wrap it in something, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But then if they are rooting round. I think I need a bit more information on that. I don't feel like we're being very good agony uncles today. Well, let's. we've got one last shot. This is from Tav. Dear William, Jordan and EPB, I haven't shared this story before with anyone, but I definitely need your advice. I went through a bit of a slutty phase, and it was during this time that I met a sexy older bear through a gay hookup app. I don't mind an older man, so one thing led to another, and I found myself back at his place. As things were getting hot, I laid back and let him go to work on me, if you know what I mean. A few minutes passed, and I had my eyes closed, enjoying the moment when I suddenly heard a clink-clink sound on the bedside table. I turned my... I turned my head to look at where the noise was coming from to discover a full set of false teeth staring back at me from a glass of water on the bedside table. Christ, how old was he? (laughs) I then realised... Could have been worse, though. He could have looked down and could have been round your cock. (laughs) Which would have been... I then realised that my hookup had taken them out and was now giving me what I can only describe as a... as a gum job. (laughs) Not wanting to be rude, I, a gum job. Not wanting to be rude, I let him finish what he was doing. And you could say he was a gummy bear. No, but you are. Um, (laughs) Not wanting to be rude, I let him finish what he was doing and beat a hasty retreat. (laughs) My question is this. This fella is now contacting me on the app, asking for a revisit, and I really don't know how to let him down nicely. It felt good, but I'm not at that stage of my life yet, where I feel I'm ready for a repeat visit from the toothless fairy. I (laughs) should... I should point out, he now signs off his messages. Oh my god, have you? Because you don't have the letters. I should just also point out, he now signs off his messages as your gummy bear. (laughs) (laughs) No, he doesn't. Oh, I thought of it first. I got in there first. Uh, Which makes me gag. Anyway, love the show and can't wait for the book. Ah, yes. Oh, yeah. Taff. Oh, Taff. Um, wow. I, I think you've kind of just got to carry on, and if he's not getting the hint, that, I means, just, that means yeah. you're encouraging ghosting. I, just I don't think encourage ghosting. Send, I think you need to send an adult, like a yep. grown-up message just saying, hey, um, I don't... How would you do it? You're very good. You're... Um, hello, I had a really nice time, um, but I'm looking for something a bit more long-term yeah. and looking to date someone my age. Um, all the best. Thanks very much. And or something. someone who's got a full set of teeth. <laughs> all right. Talking of teeth, yours are looking so lovely. Oh, thank you. Yes. My mum texted me this weekend. 
You, now, you're still wearing your retainer. Yeah. When does that finish? Uh, I reckon I've got a good few months yet. Are they still going to be in for Benidorm? Possibly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fine. But no, they are looking very nice. Oh, thank you. Yes. Thanks. You are... Best you, money you, I've ever spent. You could, be, you could be on a poster. Oh, I don't know about that, but thank you. You probably will be. Thank you. That's really sweet. No, they're looking nice. Yeah. Anyway. And uh, most importantly, they're all yours. Yeah. And they stay in. They're all my own. They stay yes. in. Yeah. Right. Um, on that note, we'll uh, we'll be back for the weekend release on Friday. Yes, what's we'll, what's coming up? Well, I was going to say before you interrupted oh, me. We'll be reading your saucy nicknames after Stephen with the Big Willy got back to us about his new nickname. Oh. So that's coming up. Um, always remember... You can listen every Tuesday and Friday, watch us on YouTube on Sundays and share us on your socials all week. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexandmyboss.com or you can tweet us or send us a message on Instagram at sexandmyboss or you can write to William who promises a handwritten reply on his own letter of paper. The address is on the website sexandmyboss.com. We leave now, I can start, I can listen to my favourite radio show. What? Jim White, Simon Jordan. Oh, I'm on it today. Oh yeah. Nah. <laughs> See you on Friday. Goodbye. 